and welcome to another Beautifully Broken podcast episode. We are in season two. It's hard to believe, but we made it. <laughs> Hope everyone is doing well this week. And um, so I'm up talking about shipwrecked. This is the third um, devotional in our book. And little known fact about me, maybe, I don't know. If you know me, you probably know this fact, but I love the ocean. I love the ocean and I'm kind of obsessed with boats. I love watching YouTubers who sell everything and buy a boat and sail the ocean. It just seems so peaceful and relaxing and, you know, but hard work. Like I understand like they work hard. And if you talk to a person who owns a sailboat, they will tell you it's like throwing your money into a hole, right? (laughs) Because the boat always needs something done with it. I mean, it's really kind of like owning a house, right? I mean, there's always something wrong with the house. Right now I have broken cabinets and broken, you know, doors and holes in the wall and whatever. But at least I don't rely on this home to like get me from place to place. I have a car that breaks down. But <laughs> the there's something about being on a boat that to me seems romantic and idyllic. However, I know we've all watched, you know, these stories about boats that get into terrible storms and some of them don't make it. Some of them end up being shipwrecked. And when I was first widowed, man, like I felt shipwrecked. And I don't know if you are a widow and you can identify with this, but it's like being the lone survivor of a shipwreck, right? There's pain and there's panic and there's stress and there's trauma. Oh my goodness, the trauma of losing your spouse. And then it seems like once you get past that, there's nothing. Like you're floating all alone in the middle of a great ocean. And there's just no land in sight. You know, for me, I felt like I had a life jacket and that life jacket was Jesus. Like I did have some sort of rescuer in this shipwreck scenario, but that was about it. Like the waves, even with Jesus as my life jacket, the waves would crash over me and pull me down into the ocean. And, you know, but he did pop me back up to surface for a breath or two. I would cry out to God in desperate need, in fear, and and a lot of times I was angry at him. I couldn't believe that God had let me go through this tragedy of losing the love of my life and being left to raise four children all alone. And, And I was a pastor's wife and I lost my ministry. Like I lost my identity. I lost everything, who I was. How could God do that for me. It was so overwhelming. And if I'm being truthful, it it still is overwhelming to me. But in the midst of my storm, when it seemed like I could take no more, 
God whispered a remembrance to me, and it's found in 2 Corinthians 12, 9, and it says, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. (laughs) My goodness. Breaking that down, his grace, I, I understand that. His grace really is all I need. But trying to understand his power works best in my weakness, that's hard because I don't want to be weak. I want to be strong. I want to feel strong. I want to feel whole again. And so how could God work his best in my weakness? Well, you know, thinking about it, I know that for something to work again, it first has to be broken. I also watch cars being repaired, which I know is funny. (laughs) I'm not inclined like that, mechanically inclined. But when you take a broken down car and you replace all the pieces and it starts to work again, there's such satisfaction in in seeing that. Like you you see it rebuilt. So how are you going to ever know God's strength when you're never put in a place of weakness. And, and I know it's not a weakness that we we want to be in. I'm not trying to make all of this seem like I'm wrapping it up in a neat bow for you. Life is messy. Life hurts. But God is good. God can rescue. God can take your weakness, infuse his strength, and get you running again. And again, it's not what we would have chosen. It's not how we want to look. It's not how our life story was meant to be played out, but God allowed it to happen. So here we are as widows. What are we going to do? Where is your life jacket? So if you're in the middle of the ocean, who are you putting your on as your life vest. You know, if it's Jesus, if Jesus is your life vest, I just want to remind you and encourage you that he's got you. Yes, you may feel tossed and tumbled and like you can't catch your breath, but God is there for you and he sees where you're at. He's a personal God and you may feel angry towards him that he allowed this into your life and he's okay with that. You just have to trust him that he has a plan. He has a purpose and he will get you to the land. He will rescue you. His grace is all you need. And it's so difficult when you are in the middle of bobbing up and down in those waves, but hold on and trust him. If you don't have Jesus as your life vest, if you are trusting in something else, what what is that? What is going to save you? Because In my life and the people that I have dealt with, nothing saves like Jesus does. If you are trusting in yourself to get you through this, it's not going to happen. If you are trusting in another person to come and rescue you, it's not going to happen. It's going to take a big God to come and save you from yourself from from being feeling like you can't do enough because you can't 
You can't go back. You need a savior. And in our book, Surviving Widowhood, at the back of the the book, there's a place where you can know how to find Jesus, how to find his saving grace. Um, You can also go to my church's website, cbglades.com, and click on Finding Jesus. And, you know, I know people can look at this and say, oh, it's a crutch, it's a whatever. You can say that all you want, but Jesus has changed my life. And Jesus really is the Savior of my life. And He keeps me from drowning in the misery. He is the one who provides me with grace. He is the one who allows me to count my blessings, to see the day as good. He helps me move forward. And so if you have Jesus in your life, you you are rescued. You just have to trust in Him. You have to look for the promises that He gives to you. His promise right here in 2 Corinthians is that His grace is all you need. His strength is going to work best in your weakness. So rely on Him. Pray to Him that He will provide the strength that you don't have. And He will give it to you. He wants to give it to you. Let me pray for us today. Lord, you see the brokenness in our lives. Please be the strength in our weakness. God, as we feel the waves of life crashing over us and threatening to drown us, be our life vest. Pop us up so we can have fresh breath, God. Bring us to shore so we can start a new life, God, that you have planned for us. Help us see your purpose and your vision for what is next in our lives. Give us your grace for today because we know it's all we need. We pray these things in your name. Amen. Okay, mom. So I described my widowhood as being feeling like I was shipwrecked. Would you describe your widowhood journey as that or, or something else? Well, I think that because we are, you know, we became widows at different stages of life. I was much older. Um, I don't know. I felt lost. Mm -hmm. But I guess because I'm not particularly a lover of boats (laughs) (laughs) and being out on the ocean. So selling everything and buying a boat does not sound great to you? That isn't particularly my calling or my (laughs) desire. We could go together. We could travel the world. Hey, there you go. Well, the Lord have to put uh, a love for that in my heart. So I don't know. I felt very lost, of course, and very alone. And um, but I like your illustration of the shipwreck and that Jesus was your li- your uh, life vest because honestly, I wouldn't have made it without Jesus. Mm-hmm you know, in my life. And he truly is the one that has helped me through. Right. Some days, I mean, it was hard. It's hard to look forward when you first become a widow. You're just wanting to survive. Mm -hmm. And so um, it was just moment by moment, 
honestly, sometimes you can't even pray, but you're carried. And I'm thankful for that. Right. And I do want to make sure that people understand we are not trying to wrap this all up and saying, Jesus is the answer. I mean, he is the answer, but life is messy. It's not. It is. And that, that's kind of why I named my podcast Beautifully Broken, because we all are broken. I mean, broke, you know, the widow is broken <laughs> differently, I feel like. But we're all broken. Mm-hmm. And we're not trying to say, oh, you know, Jesus is going to make your life just feel so great. But he's going to make your life possible. Right, right. And, you know, right. When we first become those, become a widow and we've lost our identity, we've lost who we are, um, those are hard days. And uh, we just, you know, I, I think we're carried. I think that's where we all look back and we'll say there were only one set of, of footprints. In the sand. Mm-hmm. In the sand. And Jesus will say be, to us someday, well, that's when I was carrying you. And I certainly thank the Lord for that. But I'm also thankful for my family that helped carry me, mm. you know, and friends. And um, so... We are, like you say, life can be messy. Life is hard. Life is full of grief, you know, Mm -hmm. and um, it comes to us in different ways. But honestly, because I've had a lot of grief throughout my lifetime, but the hardest has been the grief of widowhood. It, it, It was a new and a different grief than I'd ever experienced. Yeah. I think with Jesus, there is hope. There is hope. Mm-hmm. And he puts his super on our natural. Mm-hmm. And naturally speaking, to be a widow is is probably one of the hardest things that we can experience. We are lost. We do feel like we're drowning. We, we can't see shore. We, and shore would represent hope or future mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, but Jesus is the grace, the the hope that we need because of the promises in his word and truly relying on him brings peace, brings hope, brings those things. And, you know, I'm sure there's all different gals that are listening or guys even who maybe are just fresh grief or maybe you're down the road a little ways. um, And um, I just feel like, Take it a day at a time. And honestly, sometimes you're just surviving, getting out of bed, you know, showering, um, combing your hair, brushing your teeth. I mean, the little practical things. And that's okay. God gave us hearts that love. And when we love, we're going to hurt when that love is taken away. And I know for me, having kids at home, really pulled me out of that, you know, just wanting to crawl into my bed and, and die <laughs> too, you know. Um, but you you didn't have kids at home. Right. All of you, uh, all my children were out of the home. And yet I had commitment. Mm. Um, I had a commitment of where I needed to be on 
a Tuesday morning for the women's Bible study. And honestly, I wanted to keep that commitment. And some days I, you know, wouldn't feel like getting ready to go. But honestly, that was so good. I'm so glad that I had that. And then I had friends when I got there who loved me. And um, so I think sometimes we just have to put one foot in front of the next and do what's next, you know? So and that if you was, are isolated and you have no friends and no commitments, maybe you need to go and find something, yeah? Absolutely. And there's um, also just maybe an act of going and doing something for someone else. Or sometimes I, I would just think of someone and, and give them a call. And, you know, you have to sometimes just think outside of yourself mm-hmm. to begin to experience a little bit of healing mm-hmm. in our lives. But I think it's important that you look at what is your life jacket right now? What what are you relying on to, to help you get to that next place? And if it's not God, mm-hmm. is it truly going to propel you forward? I think it's important that we all look at what what are we trusting in right. to save us, to get right. us to that next point. So in our book, there's a place for journaling. Mm-hmm. And it's important to write down these things that you're you're thinking and you're going through. Um, what is your life vest? What is what is saving you at this point? And um what does it look like? to see land for you. Like what what is that thing that would feel like you're not so shipwrecked anymore? Journal those things mm-hmm. and then come back to it 6 months from now and see if you're you have forward momentum right. in your life. See if you're starting to see land. <laughs> right? Is there any hope? I know. I and know. um, you know. You know, and sometimes we can see land and then it gets away from us again. We don't mm-hmm. see it. Mm-hmm. That's just a part of the process. You know, you feel like you're doing better, and then wham, you get hit by a big wave, get knocked over again. And well, just think about the actual shore. The closer mm-hmm. you get to the shore is where the waves break, mm-hmm. right? So you're going to finally get to shore, but that wave hits you and you're tumbling and eating sand. <laughs> and it happens. I'm going back yeah. out to sea. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Trying to stand up again, right? Mm-hmm. And fight again to get back to the land. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, it's hanging on. And, and I just know for me, I am so thankful that um, I know the Lord Jesus, that he is my Savior. I wouldn't want to do life without him, and especially this difficult season of widowhood. Um, he truly, he says, I'm a friend that sticks closer than a brother. Mm. And he really does. Mm-hmm. He really does. And if you don't have God today, mm-hmm. I'd say give him a try. Yeah. Just reach out to him and say, God, show me your grace today. Right. You say it's all I need. Put God to the yeah. test. Just say, say, Jesus, help me. Yeah. That's, I said that so many times um, 
in those first months when I didn't think I was going to make it to the shore. Um, Jesus helped me. Yeah. And he does. He will. Thank you so much for joining us today as we talked about being shipwrecked. Hopefully you will see land in the near future. And if you don't, hopefully you have the right life vest on. That's going to get you to the land. Um, God truly is the grace that you need for today. Mm-hmm. And there is hope for a tomorrow. All right, that's going to do it for us this week. Mom, what are you talking about next week? I'm going to be talking about fog. Widow's mm, fog. The widow's fog. Yes. It's a real thing. It is a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure to be here next Wednesday and join us as we tackle the widow's fog, but also make sure to like this podcast. If you could leave a review, that would be awesome. Um, You can find our book, Surviving Widowhood, uh, any place that sells books. Um, Redemption Press is a great place to get it from. And uh, make sure to leave a review there too. We would really appreciate it. And y'all have a great week. We'll see you next Wednesday.